This is the Lovecraft Love Boat Podcast, a real play podcast of Cthulhu Dark. I'm Chris, the director, and I'm joined by my wife, Kimmy, and our good friend, Tony. Cthulhu Dark was designed by Graham Walmsley. Music is provided by the Tudor Consort. So, before, while everybody's kind of being political and deciding things, I'm going to take a look at the runes, and I'm going to try to write down everything I can see. Okay. Um, actually, well, so, um, yeah, there's, it'll probably take you about 15 minutes to do that. There's quite a few runes. Wait, like said, in the, I'm sorry, in the On the, the door. Goat, on the, the door. Runes. 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 Okay. Runes. Not, runes. So that, not runes. So, not, so <laughs> Gaelic runes or uh, uh, Celtic runes are, I think, a phonetic language. Okay. They're not. They're not ideographic like a like, like Nordic runes or or like uh, I, uh, like hieroglyphs. Yeah, they're not like that. They're they're a phonetic thing. So. Okay. And so yeah, again, you're you're taking, I mean, you know, that, this you know you, your interpretation of this is based on your current understanding of the of the of the the Cornish language and and the, and and can your... I um decipher it okay well so you t- you're writing down the runes um can I roll to see if I have a big piece of piece of parchment and can make a rubbing instead of just Why trying to write them down for 15 minutes sure um, is it just to take back and roll, roll me because one they die. want to destroy the door and I want to get a oh, copy of the so they can get in. I got you. But I'm trying to do it sort of low key so that Okay. Yeah, rubbings are good. Well, I mean it's they don't need to be low key about it. I mean I think that uh, That's what I'm know, there for, bishop, but then yeah, it's kind of right. the yeah. bishop and everybody wants to destroy it real quick and sweep it well, under. Well, so as as you're looking through your stuff, I'll just tell you that it's pretty much sounding like like Father Christian's plan. Father Christian is leaning towards just burying the door, and he's pretty. It sounds like he's pretty much convincing the bishop that that's the best approach. That just better not to to you know because who knows what uh, you know. It's just better to not disturb whatever's behind it, and mm-hmm. and you know it would it would be quite a, a so I think it might cause disturbance in the town. Whereas if you know they could hire a couple of people and keep it on the down low. They're, they're covering it up. Give me that. Okay. So I'm um, thinking that uh, what I'd like to do is I'll say, well, I've spoken to the townspeople, and there's, there seems to be ailments about the town, um, some sort of machine, and uh, other things have, have come about in the last year or so. And what I'd like to do what I want to find out everything I can about the door before we just bury it because it could be something that maybe we can solve the problem by um, going in and performing a, uh, a a spiritual evacuation of anything that may be demonic or mm. whatever within the uh, the antechamber mm. um, but what I I need to I need time to decipher the uh, the runes here. 
They do say though that they're a little concerned that there's something seemed like someone was digging at the base of this and there was stains on the ground. I'm not sure. So actually I'm going to, you know, director to players. So again, William was found dead in front of the door. Um, we determined that, that Francis knew of that indoor Francis found him, I think was the, 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 and so what did, did you guys bury William? Oh yeah. Where I found and how and I, I mean, Francis William. found him. I found him. And did you, did you have him, I mean, did you take him to the, have, no, a, have any I rights took a, or? I took, a, I took off again. You I just found his body and left. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, everybody knew he was dead. And okay, okay. So, so, so I'm, um, I'm there looking for William. I'll say that Father Christian then knows uh, that William was found dead there, and that Father William uh, did a burial rite for William's body. And and they, and, and so we'll, I just, say, we'll just say some of the farmers in town found his body. And, okay. So I'll say, wait, this is where my friend William passed. Yeah. Okay. So, well, if William was looking into this, then he saw something that aroused his uh, suspicions, and I would like to investigate it further. Mm. It could just simply be that we're dealing with a crypt, mm. and maybe there's something. Well, so, yeah. So, so like your your cursory understanding of the of the runes of the 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 Gaelic on here is that there was mention of different animals, and there was mention of father. So, I mean, I might be gathering that information, but what I'm thinking is I don't want to share anything until I have a better idea of what it is because I want to know now especially hmm. that this is where my friend passed. Hmm. Um, I, have a, I have more reason to try to see what he was seeing than to just bury the whole thing. Hmm. You know, if there is evil afoot, you know, was it the townsperson that did it? Was it the lore of the goat horse? Was it some sort of a spiritual thing? Um, I want to know more. So I, I don't want to share, though, my initial findings until I know more. The, who collected the body? Where Where is the body? I don't know. The Father Christian says that the, the body was buried in, in the, the cemetery near the church. I, I performed a ceremony. Um, I Actually, some of the farmers retrieved his body and brought it to me, and, and I basically performed a proper burial since he had no family in town that vouched for him. Um, he seemed to have been killed by wild animals, like wolves or, or a bear or something of that nature. Had, had it was a, a bit bloody. You're transcri you're you're transcribing. You're actually you're doing rubbings. Basically, what you do is you have like four pieces of paper and they're enough to cover the the extent of the the writings and and you're doing your rubbings and um, you realize that. The um, what you thought was the the word uh, disease is actually the word uh, plague. And as you're as you're noticing the that it, as you're thinking of the pl of that word plague, you hear buzzing of insects flying near near your like a like a hive nearby. <clears throat> You'd heard word when you went through Smithwick. You heard word from a couple um, people who had remained there that there was a plague of locusts there after the fire. 
and that many people were killed by the plague of locusts, and that, that basically all of their supplies were destroyed. Remember, the uh, Bishop McLeod actually sent missive to provide supplies to the, to the survivors, because they basically their crops were destroyed, but also there were a number of dead. From it. Okay. I'm going to make a note of it, but I'm going to keep it to myself for yeah. now. So you're done transcribing. Is there anything else you guys wanted to do here, or what are your thoughts for further? Are we n not going to try to proceed to go into the tunnel? I don't think it's safe. Okay. Uh, so I need to know more. No one knows okay. how to open the, this. Okay. It's a, like I said, it's like an eight foot by eight so foot piece of stone. So we go back into town. Are there any instructions about the opening of the door or why it's sealed? Strangely, there aren't. Hmm. It doesn't seem to either say don't enter here, and it doesn't say there's um, no dates on it or anything. Or hmm. so because I'm beholden to the bishop and Copel, yes, I'll go over to them. And I'll let them know. My initial findings are still yet. I, I need to sort through this. Mm -hmm. um, I think we should at least uh, section this off. I, I don't want people coming here, if possible. Um, Wait, are you going to do I, caution tape or something? Yeah, I think the problem, the, the, unless you'll someone posts, more, uh, you'll we make post, more. If there's, uh, is there somebody who do, we could post somebody oh, at the door? Yeah, guard. To, to keep them away um, because I'm still not sure exactly what this is. There aren't, there aren't any notable dates or anything. Um, however, it could be, I'm going back to the concept of it could be a tomb. It could be something um, pagan or it could be, uh, it could be a multitude of things, but yeah, I need to, I need to decipher this and, and learn more about it first. And well, burying so, it, burying it might actually cause more problems than mm. going into it. But I don't no. want anybody going in unless right. we know what we're dealing with. Right. Well, I was gonna say that actually burying it might be a good way to hide it from the locals. But um, yeah, you, do, you certainly don't want to bring um, attention, attention to it. To it no. So well, I think there's already, but you know, I people think a kind guard of might be appropriate thing, like you say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think um, what what we can do is I we can... certainly can give you some of my filled hands to guard. The, well, I think uh, for, you know, the door. I think um, a surf. A surf. Copel says that the bishop is can, certainly can have one of his attendants stay here. Okay. You know, or have them do rotation as well. My surf um, know how to fight. I've seen them. They have their own fights. Have they? Oh, oh yes. At the festivals. Yes, the, they the they festival. they yes they have their own betting. Uh, Betting uh, uh, rituals of fighting mm. on the weekends, their cool. days off, and they certainly know how to fight. Okay, so I guess uh, yeah. So so Copel asks one of the one of the attendants to stay here for now. Um, they'll send a, a replacement to him, you know, by sundown, um, and they'll do a rotation until. The bishop is, will give you uh, two days that he plans to stay here for two days, but at that point we need to finish the burial and move on. Okay. Other towns to attend to. So. Mm -hmm. Lady Satterville, if uh, if you would like to meet at the, they don't have a pub; they have a pubish thing. They basically at the at the uh, um, Hall and Oates Hall. The Hall they and have Oates. A, they have a, a like a beer stand right. kind of thing. 
If he um, would, uh, they would probably be a little too rough for Lady, Lady Satterfield. Satterfield. She's yeah. Is there a place that you would like? I would like to um, uh, discuss Sir William with you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How do you? How do you do? You dress in finery, or do you dress? No, no. I dress down when I go to the hall. Do you have your surf clear the the hall? I actually love the hall. I love to dance, but I do dress down. Okay. I don't like to be recognized. Hmm. It's a town of 500 people. Oh, gee. <laughs> really hard to not be recognized in a town. I that just small. don't like to, you know, stand out. Squan. Yes, exactly. Uh, make a. Go off your status. Yes, exactly. I can certainly make you lunch at the manor if you'd like to come over. That would be. You can. Uh, we can enjoy the view in the backyard of the the terrace in the backyard. Yeah. So you guys head to the manor. I'm guessing your manor is probably like twelve rooms, something that that size. Say that again. How many rooms do rooms. I, I have? I guess it's probably like a twelve room manor. Twelve bedroom or. Let's see. Let me rooms. count. Twelve bedroom. There's the big suite in the top one. We have three stories. So one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We have ten rooms. Okay. So ten bedroom, three story house. Ham Manor house would be stone. Larry, can you please take his coat and his hat and dust help him dust off his boots? And uh Haley, can you get uh some um some lunch prepared with Julie. Julie, I would like to have some refreshments. Would you like our Thomas Tom 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 drink? It's a specialty. It just has a tinge bit of gin. Does it come accompanied with a club sandwich? Yes, club sandwiches. Did you hear that, Haley? We would like club, club sandwiches specifically. With a Tom Tom drink. Do we have that? Tom Tom Tom. Tom. Yes. Okay, perfect. So can you Tom can Tom you Club. um? Okay. A Tom Tom Club is will be served for us. I'll take you to our greenhouse, which is perfect. It's our greenhouse, which gets the most heat in in the backyard here. You're welcome. I I'm just curious. Do you have any questions for me? Because obviously, when we have guests, you know, here at the manor, we are always um, guests. Guests. So you don't know you don't really notice this, but Tony, you hear sounds like a man screaming from down below, but just very distant, very faint. And I see. So for right now, I try not to let it show that I'm hearing that. So I say, you know, part of my travels in coming to this area was to. Uh, inquire upon my uh, my friend William, who had come to the area. He believed he had kin here, and uh, I know that he had some interest in the goat horse uh, legends. And uh, now that it has been brought to my attention that he was found in the location of the relic uh, that we were in uh, looking at this morning. Um, and that you were the person who found him. Um, I wanted to know, had he spoken to you prior to going to the door? Um, any information that you may have uh, with respect to that? Um, so, um, 
Well, first of all, Art, I want to uh, give my uh, sympathy to the loss of your good friend, William. Do you know, did you pick up anything while, while there, anything that might uh, he may have collected or... Um, when you when you saw him, and if it's if it's too much, one of the things you did find on William's body is a letter. I know that as a character. You you yeah. Uh, when Francis, so let's back up and say, you know, you were this was this was probably September time frame, August September time frame when this when you were. You were riding on the fields with your horse, uh, maybe an attendant and, and and their horse, and um, collecting moths. Collecting moths for your greenhouse, mm-hmm. uh, for your garden, because you have certain pollinators you need you need to mm-hmm. gather for your flowers Night that require pollinators. pollinators. Mm-hmm. And um, pollinators. so you were out, and um, you came across mm-hmm. William's body, and um, there was a, a letter that he had on him. And uh, your attendant said, "Oh, we, you know, this, the, let's see what, you know, perhaps he, the letter he was trying to deliver the letter and failed to do so." And you picked it up, and, and sure enough, it talks about it was a letter from William to uh, the miners, saying that they need to put the uh, the the small machine parts into the well. That he'd, he'd received instruction that they should put the machine into the well. Okay. And that basically you would. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of play this out because this is in the past. Basically, that day, um, you know, you were, but Jelly had just passed away, and so you were kind of just not really, you were distraught. You were not really ready to deal with the body, but you felt that this letter was urgent, and so you took it immediately to the miners, and they and that's when they later took the the machine and dropped it in the well. So I just told him all of this. No, it's I you can tell Art whatever you want. Art there is one thing I have to tell you. Yes, my lady. Damn, aren't these Tom Toms good? These are wonderful. Hats off to the chef except that your butler took my hat. Oh, my apologies. He's keeping it clean. Um, I do have to say that there was something as a, a letter that was found with William. Yes. It was a really exciting letter. <laughs> and I uh, didn't look at them at it. I, I, I gave it over to what looked like should be for the miners on the hill. Interesting. I thought that William's entire purpose was to come here to investigate his uh, progeny, potentially. Progeny? Yes. What's that mean? His, uh, his offspring. He What's believed his offspring? He, had, he believed his uh, son may have come this way. Well, I know everybody that's come in and out of this town. That's my um, my purpose as being the lady of the manor. Who was he looking for? Well, he was looking for a uh, his son who 
they had a very similar visage. And what would that be? The way that they looked was very ah, similar. And what would that be? Well, what were what I I, I could not the, tell what William looked like as he was uh, all uh, uh, mangled. Mangled. So his face did not survive the attack. No, sir. Hmm. What were the boys' names? Ferdinand. Ferdinand. And what was the other guy's name? Ferdinand. They were both Ferdinand? Well, there's so, again, going back in time. Uh, so Ferdinand was the boy that, well, the boy, I mean, she's in her 30s, so I'm with Simeon's man. Yeah. But, Ferd, but yeah. like maybe 20s, 30s. Mm-hmm. Ferdinand. Ferd, Ferdinand was the guy who uh, Francis had fallen in love with, a farm boy. But he disappeared at one at one point. Mm-hmm. I think in the summertime. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Down the well. Um, the, no, they don't think they ever. Do you ever? I don't think he ever determined. He's no. the guy that turned up in the mud, right? He turned up no, in no, the no, mud. No, no. Let me let me. Re- this is again why we have notes. Uh, so he went missing. Missing. We'll say the summer of, of summer of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he returned in the fall, and was quite mad. And then maybe a week later. After the goat horse spa was completed, they found a, a lookalike in the mud, uh, mud baths of mm. the spa. Okay. Dead. But Ferdinand's right. in the dungeon, right? But Ferdinand uh, is yeah. in the dungeon. Well, yes. Well, a Ferdinand. You don't know if it's the Ferdinand mm. or the other Ferdinand. The, local, <laughs> the lookalike? Gotcha. Or the so, one that was supposed to be. Yeah. 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 So back in as. So um, Art says, well, I believe his son's name was something along the lines of Ferdy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you step on something? Uh, the, one of those moths bit me. I'm okay. Biting moths. Those are unusual. Yes, they are. They're rare. Well, thank you again for the, uh, the lovely... Um, Sandwich Tom's and club the, yes, <laughs> and uh, you've been more than gracious. Um, the oh. letter you say it went where? Oh, you would have to ask the miners up on the hill. I don't see what children would have to do with any of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You have such a great sense of humor, Art. I've enjoyed your company so much. Uh, yes. So you know where the hill is, right? I do. It's I will go see the hilly. foreman, and I'll, I'll head to the mines. Okay. Killing these spiders in the corner. Um. So yeah, as you're as you're heading to the mines, you do see pretty clearly up on the hillside where the mine entrance is. The the fa- the father and the bishop and attendants and. It looks like actually it's just con- coincidentally it's kind of the changing of the shift. Hmm. So there's miners that are coming up the hill to go into the mine. There are miners coming out of the mine, completing their you know the the, the morning work. Bishop McLeod is giving you know doing the sign and sprinkling holy holy water on their tools and you know generally giving blessings to everything that's going on there. Um, one of the things that we've never really made clear in the quiet year is the miners repaired the machine. But my guess is they would probably do that on the sly. 
And so the machine's probably deep in the mine at this point. Um, obviously, you know, us players know this. The characters don't. Um, but if you're thinking there might be a machine around, no. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the scene you come upon. Is there's there's a you know hustle and bustle of miners going into the mine, miners coming out of the mine, and some of them talking to Father Christian and shaking his hand, and he you know does a little blessing to some that are going into the mine to keep them safe and. Um, that's an interesting question. Would they take the canaries in and out of the mine, or would they leave say, the canaries? I was gonna say, like, wouldn't he give them, be given <clears throat> canaries? I would think that the canaries would pretty much stay in the mine. Think so? I would think the so. Cage, I wouldn't think they would. They're, just, yeah, they're in cages in the and mine they're every. Yeah, like, the mine. So the mine feet. is pretty much twenty four seven. It's it's you know the miners are in three shifts and you know that way they can kind of keep working the seam and not and leave the. The torch is burning, and you know the lanterns mm -hmm. burning, what have you, mm -hmm. not and not have to be, you know, spending a lot of time setting things up, tearing it down. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of the scene you come upon. Hmm. Okay, so I'll approach, mm -hmm. and as they're doing their thing, I'll kind of uh, sidle sidle up to uh, uh, Father Jacobs. How long are, are you going to be here at the mines? Because I would like to speak to you about. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I think for the next half an hour or so, but we're going to head back to town once the shift is done, and we'll go visit the the farmers as they come in and off the fields. Very good. Do you have some time to step away so we can discuss, uh, Sir William? We can certainly um, walk and talk after uh, after we're done here. If you're going to wait around another twenty minutes, or so I can. Okay. So he continues his blessings and um, pretty much it's things go off without it, you know, as you would expect. There's nothing terribly exciting going on there. And 20 minutes go by and they start packing up their stuff and heading back with the the last of the, the miners as they come back. Does the night shift foreman make an appearance? Um, roll me two dice. See if you notice who the, who the shift foreman is. You don't seem to notice anyone who who's, has a badge saying foreman. So I ask uh, Father Jacobs. Uh, it looks like things are wrapping up here. Who uh, is who might be the night shift foreman? Well, that would be um, that would be uh, Christopher Norris. Uh, he's oh, just hold on a second. He he, he kind of goes about twenty feet into the mine. And says, Christopher, Christopher, come come here, please. And you hear a voice inside. It's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and so then. About five minutes later, a, a, a guy comes out and he uh, introduces himself. Hi, I'm glad to meet you, Father Christian. Is there what business is, is of, of interest today? So I just say, oh, my name is um, Art Arthurson, and I wanted to uh, make your acquaintance, sir. Um, okay. Later on this evening, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, I'd like to come back and just get to see the mines uh, in person. I'm working with the bishop and... Uh, and well, I'm uh, going to be heading down to the to into the where the works are work is at. Um, kind of a dangerous place to be, just to be exploring as a a visitor. Oh, I'm if sure you, that uh, you and your people would be able to um, bring me into the safest of places. I just would like to see how the mining is progressing and get an idea a little bit of the this town. <laughs> We've come across certain. Uh, 
areas uh, throughout the town, and I just wanted to see, you know, what might be down um, in the mines, at least uh, walk through the, the tunnels, um, if that wouldn't be too much of a bother this evening. You realize that he's looking at you and then looking at Father Christian, looking back at you, and like his eyes are his, his you know, he's like thinking. Um, he says, uh, well, if, if you're a friend of Father Christian's, then I guess we can have you come for a visit. That would be fine. Um, actually, if you'd like to go right now, we could go right now. I mean, oh, mine's as fresh as it'll ever be. If it's not too much of a bother, sure. Okay. That's about a um, half hour walk down to the the work site, and, and uh, I can certainly have one of my uh, uh, porters that carry the, the ore out lead you back out on his way back. You may have to wait there for half an hour or so until we have a, enough load to take back, or we may even put you to work a little bit if you don't mind. But um, otherwise, coming in. I'm assuming, so how are you dressed? Oh, I'd say my traveling gear. Okay. So you, yeah, you, with hat. You do realize, of course, that you're going to get messy. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing the people coming out. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's not. Too I'll, I'll pull my riding cloak over me. Yeah. And it's not clothes that you wouldn't necessarily mind getting dirty, you, you know, yeah. muddy on the road type of thing. So it's not a huge deal. Okay. So, uh, you head into the mine, uh, uh, I tell Father Jacobs that I'll catch up with him after the, yeah, we'll, the tour. We'll in, that way he has time to be with the farmers. We'll be in town. We'll see you there. Um, we'll see you this evening at the church, whichever. You know where, where we're staying. So, Okay. So you go into the mine with uh, Christopher Norris. And um, almost immediately, as soon as you're you know, maybe 10, 20 minutes into the walk, he asked, well, not, not immediately, but within 10 minutes of walk, in the walk, he says, so what, what, what brings you to town? I'm confused. What is everything all right with Father Christian? I mean, is the bishop? I mean, he seems like they're happy and doing their priestly duties as would be expected. So, I mean, I mean, sure, odd things happen in this town, but probably no more so than any other town. Seems to be a a long uh, a long spoken about legend that uh, that I've heard um, from outside of the area um, that of the goat horse and mm. I you know I know that for the most part it's uh, tales, tales to scare the little children and make them behave and go to bed at night yes but I also have. Um, you know, the because of the, the location of the town and there have been um, relics and such, uh, specifically um, different things painted into murals. And I just wanted to see if they're how the, the mining is going and, um, you know, how the how the town is is moving into the modern age as opposed to, of course, being um, there is one thing to embrace tradition. It's another thing to. Be stuck with it, and uh, part of my job is to see um, how how things are progressing, hmm. and what what means you have, and if um, 
if you've unearthed anything that uh, may be of interest. Well, we've certainly uh, struck a couple themes that have been very productive. Uh, yeah, we'll be happy to, to show you, uh, you know, where the where the mining takes place. Again, it's it's kind of a dangerous place to be, but um, a man, an adventuring man such as you, um, I think we, you know, I think you'll be you'll be safe here. But um, let me let me just make sure that the the way is well lit. Uh, is um, Jonathan, can you can you head forward to make sure? And so that one of the younger guys goes running down the tunnels to make sure there's torches lit or lanterns along the way, and you, he continues to lead you down. And um, after about about half an hour, you get to where you know quite a raucous picking and hammering and shoveling and lantern sputtering and all the cacophony of a of an active mine site and they're loading uh, hand carts that are being wheeled up the tunnel and you've been passing on the way down and nothing particularly unusual i see so is this the only shaft we have multiple scenes we've been following we we rotate depending on which season sometimes the 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 water seeping through the the soil above will make some passages a little more treacherous and so we try to get to those during the certain seasons when they're more accessible hmm. anything out near the spa no no there's this this is purely in this hill and to the uh north and east of town i see because of in walking through the different areas of the town, I did find some recessed areas that, that show that there may have been tunneling at one point. Um, out we know the goat horse spot. tunnel. You know the goat the 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 goat horse tunnel. The, the tunnel that um, kind of goes near. If you go out of the mine, down the hill, across the river, like almost immediately across the river, there's a crack in the in the earth, and you go down that crack, and there is a tunnel that goes. 500 yards a thousand yards and then there's another entrance on the other end um that they used to have paintings uh murals um neolithic or i don't know if they know neolithic um old (laughs) druidic paintings um and uh drawings and such and father christian destroyed well he Mm. took father christian did not approve of our our machine that we were using and uh, felt that the machine was possibly a um, of demonic origin. And so he took the machine, took it down that tunnel to destroy the, the murals and also destroy the machine at the same time. Sounds prudent of the father. He was the one who commanded the machine. Um, he had a team of um, loyal minor. They, you know, we, we had, 10 or so of us that were proficient in operating the machine and he had some that uh volunteered to assist him in in performing this they uh, the miners are split you know they're, they're obviously they appreciated the efficiency of having a, a machine that would power this this you know this this mining operation what but, means a locomotion uh does the machine use it uh water of all things we would pour That's water. Yes, it's it's you would you would pour water onto the machine and it would uh, come to life and start turning and 
scraping and digging its way through the tunnels. What? Uh, how would you guide it? Um, there were some basic, you know, mostly just by pushing on one side or the other, it would kind of rotate as it would dig. It was fairly rudimentary, but did you, you ever know, maybe use levers it? and you know, we would we would sometimes use some tools to kind of force it one way or another. So you pour water into the machine or onto the machine, and then it starts to spin. Yes, and and dig. Yes, and then you just point it in a direction. Yes, interesting. I've never heard of such a machine. Uh, we we know little of its origin or how it operated but we uh we you know we found the 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 parts of it uh about a year ago and we put it together and got it operating and you know obviously the, the your your confusion to some would would make them doubt the the uh the natural order of things and and feel that this was an abomination, and they, as Father Christian did, and 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 the followers that that joined him. So well, it sounds like it's quite a, a handy device to have around. Where is the machine? Is it still oh, it's, in use? It's destroyed. It's long gone. I see. Oh, but I. And did you use it in this tunnel? Uh, up up further up, sure. Can I see what uh, what types of markings it left? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes you back about uh, five minutes walk, and you see that the yeah that the the tunnel sides look more like regular periodic mechanical scraping rather than you know hand pickaxe types of marks. And this doesn't connect over to the goat horse tunnel in any way. No. I see. That that tunnel's been there since. This we we don't know when that tunnel was made. It seemed to have been made quite a long time ago. And the the machine itself now, you said it was destroyed. Where are the remains? Uh, the parts are strewn about. Um, some are down here in the mines, and some are out in the fields. Can I see uh, any bits that may be about here? Um, I'd like to make a rubbing. Let's do a roll. A roll. Let's see. So just um, I don't I don't that I I don't believe that would be appropriate. It's dangerous in the tunnels that aren't being actively mined because they're not properly lit or ventilated. We couldn't have you wandering about down here. There's pockets of gas that are quite dangerous. That's why we have the canaries. As he points to them. I see. Uh, if you want to find, you'd go out and look in the fields. You'll probably find some pieces. I appreciate your time. I mean, um, it, uh, player to player to player. I mean, you all know that the machine is is in operation. The yes. machine's out there. Yes, or in here somewhere. Oh, yes. is, is, is it? But he's not. But he's not sharing that. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and it, of course, Art doesn't know that. No, I don't want you know. But. Is there anything that I notice about any of the walls that may be goat horsey or any ruinistic? Uh, there's nothing. It just yeah. looks like a mine. Yeah, looks like a pretty standard mine. With canaries. Yeah. And canaries and gas. Okay. Um, is there anybody that uh, I might be able to, who knows the goat horse tunnel that may um, I may avail upon their... Uh, 
uh, guidance that can take me uh, to the tunnel. Because I um, would hate anyone. To, uh, anyone could certainly take you to the tunnel. Anyone in town knows of it. You have to yes, be careful but, not to fall into it. Well, that's why I would like to be accompanied by uh, a miner who has that sort of skill. Hmm. Ask in town. Awesome. Ask at the the Hall and Oats Hall. You'll find someone who's getting ready for the next shift and willing to spend an hour taking you down there. Very good. All right. Well, thank you for your time. I'll let yeah. you get back to your men and and your uh, your shaft. <laughs> He's one bad motherfucker. Um, uh, so David will be happy to guide you back to the surface. He's taking the next load. If you if you you know certainly feel free to provide him assistance, carry a light source, or hold you know help help him. I'll, I'll escort David removing the load from the shaft. Okay. Half an hour later. So you're looking at maybe like three or four in the afternoon. You pop out of the mine. Um, David goes right back in after dumping a load, you know, on the side of the hill where they stage the, and they do break down the the larger brought pieces. And I'll take a look the at the the debris that nobody's really kind of immediately sorting through, and just see if there's anything that stands out. There's, you know, so it's basically, you can kind of tell where they, they're dumping out the current loads at one end of this line. There's workers that are breaking them, sorting the pieces and putting them in, you know, the coal is getting put into carts that are then drawn by mules or horses down to the town to, or to, to a, a storage area, uh, you know, storage yard, things like that. Some of the the, the pieces that were dug up until maybe maybe last hour the pieces looked cut different um like they um yeah i mean just hand on head they look like they were cut by the machine hmm. um you do notice there's some difference in the way they're formed can i avail myself of a couple of pieces that are um oddly cut Sure. Without people noticing, yeah, okay. They, they they probably saw you come, you know, go in with um, what's his name again, Christopher Norris, and so they yes. they know that you're then you were with Father Christian, so they they have no they. Oh, go ahead. These are of no value. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Of minor value, but minor. You're 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 with Father Christian. We'll count it as our tithe for the week. Thank you. So I'll pocket a couple of uh, minor pieces. What does what does Lady Satterfield think of the goat horse door and 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 Oh, William? so she's she's very much into. Um, so as much as she is close to the bishop and the whole religious thing, she's not religious, right? As we've stated before, and she is. Um, and so she does believe in the goat horse mm. myth, and she knows certain things about the the ways <laughs> in which um, things are conducted in the ritualistic of worshiping the goat horse. So, but I don't. I don't think people had rituals to the goat horse. They believed it as a myth, but that it wasn't like a. I thought we had agreed that it was basically. No one worshipped the goat horse. 
there was not a, a you know are you are you saying different is he saying that yeah i am francis I'm does does this yeah i'm saying different because the go horse represents the land and so it, it is so how a, would so how would you worship the goat horse um, the goat horse altar, it does not have any goat or horse on it. It is the um, planetary system. Uh, like a, like a um, orary? Celestial mm-hmm, order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it is placed, um, I should say not astrological, ast- ast- astronomical. Hmm. Um, because well, it, kind it, of back then it was kind of the same thing. Yeah, kind of, of the same thing. I mean, she does have a, a telescope um, in this room. So it, it is a manner of, like, not necessarily keeping the order of, like, Kepler, but in the sense that it is um, our Brahe. And you probably wouldn't have a telescope, but, but it's more like an astrolabe. They would, telescopes at this point were sure. very it was basic. an astrolabe? It's more just the angles of the stars. Yeah. Rather than like yeah. getting close-ups. Yeah. Like a sundial but for, yeah. for stars, yes. Yeah. So yeah. You say this star is at this yeah. al- al- exactly. azimuth and this altitude. Yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. Um, it's close Latitude. to science, but there's so much uh, speculation that it becomes um, pseudoscience for her. So how would you pray to the gold horse? How would you, would you just say, gold horse, please deliver us from yeah. this drought? Sure, because I can't kill anybody, sure. <laughs> I mean, is, is there any and this is for you to decide this is for you to decide. This is for this is why I'm exploring this with you. Is, um is there any tradition is are you the only member of your household that has that is believes in these pagan beliefs? No. Is this something that you inherited from your parents? Is this something that you share with your sisters? Yeah. Um Yeah, my parents do. Okay. Um so Let's say that um, old man Satterfield, whose name is James, I believe. Old man James Satterfield. Um, James Dobson Satterfield. Um, he, when he founded the this house, he built these altars in such a way that they're very secret. Mm-hmm. Because he built the house around them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so he believed in this before he came to town. Okay. Um, he developed a number of uh, of of rituals. Okay. Astrological, as you say, or astronomical, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, you know, so you look at this, this these certain stars and say, okay, I need to pray to this god. In fact, actually, a lot of his rituals are based in Roman myths you actually look at the stars and you pray to different roman gods roman and not greek roman gods oh okay well in fact actually you have you have a well it's so the thing is remember this part of britain was occupied by rome by by the by roman soldiers roman gods it be so it's that's kind of you think that that's may have been where he got them from in fact he had some small like coins and other objects that have Roman script on them. Okay. Um, and that's actually partly where you learned your Latin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that you, he, you had heard and you, you've known since you've lived since you've been born 
um, that um, old man Satterfield had heard of the rumors of the goat horse and had developed uh, additional rituals, um, chants and prayers, and and certain incense that you would burn, um, uh, you know, um, small objects that you would place on the altar, things like that, that were related to a ritual of, of honoring the goat horse. And the reason why I bring this up particularly is that have you done a ritual in the last two weeks, do you think? And what for? Well, I think in the last two weeks, I've been trying to figure out what's going on with Ferdinand and trying to bring him back to a sane place. So in terms of having rituals, yes, I pray to like the goat horse and okay, to the so, celestial so the, beings so to help him guide him out of this lunacy. As you're doing this ritual to the goat horse, you hear Franz, you hear Fern down in the basement, down in the prison, and he starts to chant with you. And he's in perfect unison with you. And when you stop, he stops. And when you finish the ritual, he stops. And then he continues to scream and yell and babble incoherently. Okay. And the, the curious thing is, you've never taught him the rituals. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lovecraft Love Boat. Subscribe to get more episodes. 